know this is very confusing, but this is a bonus episode of Life Uncut, so we don't know what we're doing. It's Saturday. Here we are. I said I'd do one bonus ep on a Friday, <laughs> and now you're putting me to work every day of the week on Life Uncut. It's actually like 10 p.m. at night, and we have <laughs> sat down. We did an interview with Lily. Guys, we've, we've got a few bonus episodes coming, <laughs> but I just finished editing it, and then I realized we'd not done an intro or an outro. Matt was like... Uh, we're on the couch, and Laura taps me <laughs> on the shoulder. It's, it's 10 p.m. on and Friday night. And I'm thinking, this is it. We're about to get lucky. <laughs> and then Laura goes... Jump on the podcast equipment. We need to record. There's nothing like me saying, hey, baby, go and get the mics. That really spices things up in our relationship. Now, over the next couple of days, actually, when I say the next couple of days, I mean today and tomorrow. Today, we have an episode where we're interviewing Lily and we're just finding out all of what happened and her experience of the Batch Mansion, what she's doing with herself. What's what's life like now that she's back driving cranes? And tomorrow we have another bonus ep coming out because we are speaking with Carly, a.k.a. the best teeth in the world. And Carly unfortunately went home at the end of Hometowns. But last week we brought you an interview with Sierra. You guys loved it. So we thought we would do a little touch base with as many of the talent... Is, can you call them talent as many of the contestants as we possibly could? <laughs> Next week, we'll interview a couple more girls as well. But but in the meantime, enjoy this episode with Lily and we'll be back in your inboxes tomorrow morning with another chat to Carly. Guys, we have a very, very special bonus episode for you today. And that is because we have our favorite crane driving bachelorette here with us. Lily, you went home last night. We are devastated, but welcome to Life Uncut. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for making the time to do it. How are you feeling? Last night, for anyone, like we're recording this on the Thursday day, last night on Wednesday night's episode, Lily left the mansion. And I just want to know, how are you feeling now that you, you have some freedom? I feel so good that I have a bit of freedom. It was also like a bit of a mix of Oh, so many emotions because I was like, oh, I'm kind of sad again because he was such a good guy. And then I'm like, oh, finally, like people know I'm single. Someone date me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And can you tell me, why did you sign up for the show originally? And, it, and when you signed up, was it you who did it or did somebody in your life like recommend that you should get on there? How did that come about? So I signed up basically because Oh, I'm really bad at detecting red flags in relationships. I'm terrible at that. I overlook them all the time. And I was like, well, Channel 10 does like all the hard work for me. And then I show up. I was like, I get a really good guy. He's going to be someone who's genuine and kind. And then hopefully we have a connection. And so, yeah, I was really lucky that it worked for the most part. For anyone who's unfamiliar with the process of casting, do you remember cast your memory back to when you had your first like introduction to the people at Channel 10 what did you have to do as part of your application process? Um, we actually had to say like what our spirit animal thing was. And then I completely misread that. And then because they're like, you can have a food or like a drink or something. And I was like, oh, cool. And I text my best friend and I was like, oh, what am I if I'm like a spirit animal or a fruit? She's like, you're a green curry, like a bit of a crowd pleaser you're you can spice it up a little bit but you know everyone loves a green curry and I was like oh cool so I went in there and I said that to the channel 10 execs and they were like oh and I was like oh like I've done it here you're like I can be really hot sometimes and sometimes yeah. I'll repeat on you but we just don't know <laughs> we never know what you're gonna get so can you tell me what was it like on the first night of the show when you because you kind of arrived 
at the end, after everybody had probably assumed that there were no more girls coming, then you rocked in with the most sensational entrance in a crane. What was the atmosphere like between the girls? Was there some animosity that you had such a spectacular entrance? Were people calling you an intruder? And I ask this because on our season, Elora rocked up, which was actually in filming terms, was actually the second night of the cocktail party. And everybody was like, it's an intruder. And it kind of got people off on the wrong foot towards her a little bit. That's exactly what happened to me. So I came in on that second night of filming as well, which was the cocktail party. And I think all the girls were like, oh, yeah, cool, there's no one else. And then when I came in, like as I was coming down, I could hear them being like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, no, what have I done? And then I saw Jimmy and I was like, just look at Jimmy, just look at Jimmy, it'll be fine, don't look at the girls. And then I had nothing to worry about because they were like a majority of them were really nice and they all came over and introduced themselves to me. So there was a little bit of animosity, but I was like, oh, oh well, like, I know I like this guy now, so I'm, I'm fine. Do you know why they were annoyed, Lil? The real reason? I don't know. Do you know the real reason? I know the real reason. Do you really? And it's because... You're hot. All the budget was spent on that crane. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 90% of all the date budget. So then following that, they knew that there was no money left. Yeah, poor Carly was like, oh, fuck, they've gone to get some Sharpies for my date to draw on some tattoos again. Coming for Lily, who had a crane at the very beginning on day one. It was so funny because when I like came into the mansion to get ready and stuff, I saw the crane like fully set up and I was like, oh, wow, that's not subtle at all. Like in broad daylight, I was like, oh, no. Is that the type of crane that you would operate normally? Yeah, definitely. I haven't operated one of those quite that big. I'm licensed up to that big, but I generally operate smaller down to like a 13 ton and do like a heap of glass and, oh, very exciting stuff to talk about. But yeah, like glass and stuff for houses, yeah. I feel like this is such a, like a man's conversation. How do you feel, Matt? Yeah, she's talking about cranes. Well, no, because I, I, I don't do big ones. I do medium-sized <laughs> ones. <laughs> Honestly, my ears p- pricked up because I that's a, it's a type of content I'll watch on TikTok is just like construction crane videos. So I'm like, hey, stuff The Bachelor. Let's just talk about your day-to-day job, Lil. Every single person who's listening to this is like, let's not. Let's talk about <laughs> The Bachelor. <laughs> They're like, okay, scrap this episode. <laughs> Lily, you had – okay, you also broke Batchy history and you kind of also broke Batchy girl code by kissing Jimmy on the very first group date. Now, for those of you who don't know, the first group date is always this like group photo shoot and each year it's themed. It's something that's been done every season, year on year. And there's always this like trepidation. Is the girl at the end going to kiss Jimmy or isn't she? And this year, Lily went whole hog. What happened there? How did that even happen? And also, how did the girls react to that? That was kind of an interesting moment because it was, I didn't expect to get that last photo shoot with Jimmy either. And then we sort of got there and every other girl had props and stuff. And it was just us standing there. And I was like, is this a stitch up? Like what kind of photos are we having here? And then the producer was like, oh, just talk about your relationship. And it was, it cut to me just like kissing him, but we were sort of having a bit of banter with each other. And then I said to him, I was like, I'm very give a little to get a little in a relationship. And he was like, yeah, I can tell. And things were getting a little bit heavy. And then he was, I looked at him because we were talking and our, like, our mouths were quite close. And then I'm like, is this where you want me to give a little to get a little? And he was like, yeah, I was hoping you'd pick up on that. And so I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Ooh, and we didn't see any of that. Jimmy, you naughty boy, you little scallywag. Yeah. The kinky captain strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it, it puts you in a really awkward situation. I mean, it, it's so hard when you're in that environment because obviously you know that the other girls do have their connections and are making out with The Bachelor, but you never really see it. It never happens in front of you. And so how did the girls respond to that? Did it put a target on your back? Was it a bit tenuous going back into the mansion that night? Talk me through it. It was hectic straight after that. I saw like a couple of girls ran off and did boxes and one was crying and I was like, oh God, I've just come in here and set the place on fire. Like my, this is the one thing my parents told me not to do when I came on this show. <laughs> they were like, yeah. don't, don't do anything to piss anyone off. And then I was like, oh, oh well, like I came here to find love. Like if I might, it seems that I'm on the right track at the moment. So bugger them sort of thing. I was like, oh, well. And then when I got back to the mansion, everyone was like, so did you kiss him? And I was like, oh yeah but like the the camera guy like told us to like we sort of had to do it for the photo shoot and they're like oh okay and I was like yep let's run with that that is genius (laughs) always blame the camera guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) we want to ask the very hard-hitting questions here and I want to know out of 10 rate Jimmy how good is he at kissing oh he's definitely up there there's definitely like he's got big lips so that's a good thing and then yeah there's none it's not like a washing machine or anything it's quite good okay so we're saying like an eight a nine like come on give us a number yeah yeah like an eight or a nine yeah I've seen the technique that he uses and <laughs> from, from a viewer perspective <laughs> from, the, from the advice of an old bachelor how do you think he rates Matt very good I'm very impressed with how he's been doing and actually I was really impressed by by your single date I remember watching you guys, you know, you were embracing each other, you were kissing in the in the ocean. And you I look like you're about to get dumped. I was yeah, <laughs> you guys are getting knocked by waves, but it was it was a really nice date. And for me, there was so much chemistry there. You know, I was thinking like these guys have got a real chance here. Yeah, it was that date was so fun. So before that, we actually played basketball. He took me to where he played basketball when he was a kid. And that's where we like probably got to know each other, played around the world. I won. And then we went to the beach and yeah, I think it got sort of pretty full on there. I think I've like stood up on the board maybe twice and I was like, stuff this, like, I just want to kiss this guy. So yeah, it was nice to just have my moment with him and we could just, I mean, we'd been in the mansion birth for six weeks by that point. So I was like, oh, you know what it's like. You just want to grab that mess. Girls got to eat. (laughs) (laughs) But also I think that's one of the big things as well is people don't realize that on screen, it seems like it's only a really short period of time, but like it's six weeks of like getting to know this person. And you do spend a lot of time like at cocktail parties, having those conversations and you're building that each day on day and week on week anyway. And then when you have your single day, you don't really want to lose that opportunity or you want to make the most of the opportunity. Absolutely. And I think, well, obviously we did, but yeah, it was nice just to sort of take a breather. There was no fancy elements about it, which is something that I was really happy about I was like I just want to get to know you for who you are and I was really happy about the fact that he just took me where he grew up as a kid there was nothing more to that other than it was really sentimental to him so I was really appreciative of that you did make a comment on your single date which was like (laughs) oh my god my dad is gonna watch this now did your dad watch it and what did he say my dad did not watch it (laughs) but (laughs) his friends did and sent him plenty of screenshots so I had a call straight after that episode and he was like we talked about this and I was like, dad, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Just say again, the cameraman made me do it. 
That's all the cameraman's fault. Rob is just, he's dangerous with that camera. Did, did you watch it back? I did, yeah. I was watching it with my housemates and then they were like, should we be watching this? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> if you want, like, I won't get too, like, this is sort of it. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, that probably was really uncomfortable to watch. But now you know what I'm like in the ocean. So you're welcome. <laughs> Not at all. I think also with like the music and things, it always makes things seem a little bit more intense as well when you're watching it and you're kind of encapsulated by the edit it always makes things seem far more like intense we watched that single day and it did seem like everything was going so well for you guys where do you think things started to unravel a little bit if I had to pinpoint it I think it was probably when Brooke came back for me because I just completely shut off so I was sort of banking on that last single day because I really wanted to see Jimmy again and it had been about a month since our last single date. So, yeah, we were f- completely fine up until then in my mind. And then I knew as soon as she came back, I was like, oh, he sort of, I knew that he wasn't going to pick me. So I was like, oh, I just began to internally shut off a little bit. In that moment when Brooke came back and she kind of proudly stated that she has got the last single date, how close were you to walking out of the mansion? I like tried to. I left, like I walked out and Jimmy actually, you'll see he, on that thing, he came and got me and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like it's, I'm going to get hurt and I don't want to. And he was amazing. He sat me down and just spoke through everything. He was like, I want you here. Don't freak yourself out. He was like, just sit down and breathe. He was like, I want you here. Like I've got reassurance for the next rose ceremony. Like, please just stay. And I said probably three or four times, I was like, I need to go. Like, I can't do this. And he, every time he like grabbed my hand, he was like, just stay. So yeah, that was a really hard moment. Do you wish he said just stay for for one more week only? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Jimmy, mate. Yeah. Like, why didn't you let me have my walkout? I know. And then when I went home the other night, I was like, the other night was like the perfect moment for me to leave. Like I was like offering it to you on a silver platter. Did you feel a bit annoyed? Like, was there a part of you that felt a bit like, why did you go so hard to reassure me if only on the next rose ceremony you were going to send me home? Like, was there a little bit of you that felt a little bit played, I guess? I thought you were going to punch him when you walked out of the rose <laughs> ceremony the room. Penis. No, don't yeah. do that. We don't condone <laughs> violence on this podcast. No, I wasn't annoyed. I knew that that time it was like that the rose ceremonies were like a day or two in between. And I was like, there's a lot of emotions to sort of sort through that. And yeah, I guess if he didn't know then, then he probably knew when he did sort of eliminate me. And I respect that because it was probably the right thing to do. We noticed that when Brooke came back, she had changed a little bit. I think initially when we met Brooke, she was very sweet and innocent. And all of a sudden when she returned, she'd, she'd become this vixen. Is that accurate? Did you guys notice that as soon as she came back into the mansion? I think we were all just like, what happened like this is not the brook that was in the mansion before I know for me it was just a completely different person and I noticed when she said last night she was like I saw the paparazzi photos of Lily I almost felt like she amped it up to compete with what she might have thought she'd seen that was my impression of it and I was like that's weird so talk me through that a little bit because that was something that we never ever see in batch and and when you're filming when you are in the world of being a contestant on The Bachelor, you are completely locked down. You don't have access to the news. You don't have access to your phones. You don't see the articles that are being written about you and neither do any of the other girls. It's actually really, really important. I think it's it's something that kind of makes you feel cut off and as much as exactly what Jimmy said on the episode, as much as you know that the other girls are having connections, because you never see it, it doesn't quite feel as real and it doesn't feel quite as intimidating. 
But we did see that Brooke sat Jimmy down and said that she had seen the pap shots from your day and really singled you out. Were you aware of this conversation? Were you aware of the shots at the time? Like talk me through how you felt watching that back on TV. Watching that back, I had no idea that conversation took place and knowing that I was still in the mansion, I had no idea those photos had come out either. So the fact that that had sort of, one, taken place without my knowledge in regards to the conversation or the photos, I just, I was a little bit disappointed because I know I wouldn't do that to someone and I'm not sure, I don't know, me personally, if I was sitting down with Jimmy and having time with him, I would never talk about someone else like that. Like, I don't know, I just... I was really disappointed with that, if I'm honest. Yeah, I guess it's one of the cardinal rules is that when you have time with the batch or bachelorette, it's just, it's the two of you. It's it's no one else. And yes. I think once that starts to filter in, then it really starts to mess with your head big time. Well, one thing that Matt and I were talking about last night when the show was on, we were like, I wonder if, and this is obviously just us speculating, we don't know anything more than anybody else does watching it. But I was like, I wonder if, Jimmy sending you home that at that night, you know, after that single date and after the group date was also partly spurred on by the conversation from Brooke because there was needed to be some reassurance there. So maybe it came as like, maybe it was time, obviously it was time, but also there may have been some reassurance that was needed to play out as well, which I think it was just such an interesting thing. We've never seen that happen on a Bachelor show before. Yeah, I definitely think she put the pressure on him. I mean, she knew what she was saying when she said that and obviously she wanted an outcome from that and I think that was ultimately for me to leave. So I think, yeah, Jimmy was definitely trying, maybe he was trying to reassure her. So that sort of side of things definitely sucks for sure. So then after you get kicked out. <laughs> Asked to leave. You didn't get kicked really? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when, get out when, of here. When you were ushered out by Osha's very softly spoken voice. Lily, you didn't have receive her rose. <laughs> that was perfect. We were like, oh, Osha, speak up, speak normally. When you then like, you get back home, do you think to yourself, hey, I want a little bit of reassurance here or just some closure. I'm going to reach out to Jimmy and ask him what the hell happened. Do, like, do you have that thought or do you go, I'm just going to let it be and if he reaches out to me, then you know, I'll have the conversation? No, I kind of felt like once I had left and gotten home, like I was at peace with it in a weird way because I was just like, I knew in my heart the week leading up to me leaving, I was like, I knew I was leaving and I was like, this feels like it was meant to happen, as sad as it was. But hopefully one of my friends wins. And yeah, he's definitely someone I would definitely call a friend. Who's one of your friends, Lil? <laughs> I want to ask, when you left, like last night, when the actual filming was happening, Matt, Matt, you just like to like t- sidetrack this. You're always like, ah, tell me who's going to win now. But like <laughs> when you left filming, who at the time did you think it would be? When I left, I was very concerned that it might be some people who were not being as genuine as others because they were getting further and further along in the process. I sort of hope for Jimmy. I have so much respect for him. He's such an awesome guy. I hope he ends up with someone who's genuine in the likes of Holly or Carly because I know how genuine they are. Actually, speaking of Holly, I read an article the other day that that she was the meanie in the house. Is there any truth to that? Is she a two-faced, mean person or is she just getting portrayed in completely the wrong light? That is all BS and I think that's pretty evident when the storyline from the girls who were sort of interrogating her a lot when they left, that storyline was non-existent. She, like we all knew Holly for the lovely, genuine person that she is. She has such a great dry sense of humour, which we bonded over because I am pretty dry at times too and sometimes people might take that the wrong way but I also think 
a lot of the girls were quite jealous at her progression in the relationship with Jimmy and they just wanted to try and like peg her away as quickly as possible because they probably saw her as some fierce comp. Yeah, and I think that hugely happens when when people see that your relationship is progressing or that you have chemistry or connection. It really puts a target on your back and it really makes people put you and your personality under a microscope and they try and pick apart and find things that are wrong with you. I think we see that a lot. And it's because this environment where you're all competing for the same guy really can bring out the worst in us. You know, it's, it's unfortunately, it's not necessarily a recipe for everyone being friends. And that's just the reality of it. No. <laughs> so for the record, Holly is a legend. Is that what we're saying? Holdog is a legend. I love that girl. Holdog, so love that. <laughs> She's always been my number one girl, Holly. So I'm glad to hear <laughs> And I've got money riding on her. Ah. Lily, tell me a little bit about the social media setup that you guys have, because I know that obviously things are being posted to Instagram, but it seems like you guys don't have access to your accounts. So can you talk me through what's happening with that? So we gave over access to our accounts when our profiles went public and we announced that we were on The Bachelor. And honestly, I have no problems with it whatsoever. It's kind of good not to know that there's any like harsh comments coming through or anything. It's been pretty good. I honestly wouldn't change it. It's annoying now because I'm like, oh, who's messaged me? I want to know. And then I saw like one guy followed me. She like, <laughs> <laughs> contested and I was like, yes. I was like, yes, he's so hot. But yeah, I'm like, oh, no, nah, it's probably for the best to know that I'm never going to see those harsh comments that might have been there. Question, Lil. Moving forward now, you've had a little taste of reality TV. If Batch in Paradise comes back and Channel 10 come knocking, would you have another crack? Or would you hold out for the big position of being the Bachelorette? I think, yeah, definitely the big position if it was the right fit for my life in the coming years, I think. Definitely. I can see how it works. Well, well, well. Bring you it hear that, Channel 10? Lily, <laughs> yeah. really, thank you so much. I think the last thing I want to ask you is what is in store for you now? What does your dating life look like as soon as you do actually have some freedom and you're no longer in lockdown? What is next for Lily? I have no idea what's next. I'm a big believer in whatever's meant to be will be. So I have no expectations and I'm just so excited to see who walks into my life. When are you going to jump in the seat of a crane again? When is that going to happen? Because <laughs> Matt's is like the thing that's been getting him off all conversation. And then can you send him some crane pics when we're finished as well? Slide into his DMs. Absolutely. I've got some nice muddy crane pics from yesterday. I can send you away. Wait, wait, you, you were craning yesterday? Yeah. So you're back. You're back at work. Like everything's normal. Nothing happened. Back into the swing of things. The not so nine to five. I think it's like four to the late into the early afternoon. So yeah, back into it. And to- in totality, when you look back on the experience, would you do it again? I would do it again 10 times over. It was the most amazing thing. I would watch you 10 times over. Those beach dates were fantastic. <laughs> DJ, I got, I got Jesus! Pl- I got plenty of time for them and they, were, they did wonders for uh, uh, how we say <laughs> – bedroom situation here in the Johnson household. Hey, Asli, can you please stop? So, I know that Channel 10's never going to let us interview anybody else again. There is no better aphrodisiac than watching The Bachelor. It's great. Anyway, Lily, thank you so much for coming and doing the podcast. I apologise for Matty J. I can't get rid of him. I live with him. And right now in this current <laughs> lockdown situation, it's a little bit dire. But we loved watching you on the show. Thank you so much for making time and being part of today. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. See you, buddy. Bye. All right, Laura, can I do the outro for this one? I don't trust you. I just want to say that 
Um, oh, know. God. All right, I'll make this snappy. I just want to say really quickly, it's been so lovely getting all these messages from people in my inbox on my Instagram being like, oh, I haven't said anything, <laughs> but I really enjoyed the episode. I, I, I've been loving it, but at the same time, I feel like they've been forced into this by you. They have. But that's okay. People are still <laughs> loving it. Take it as a compliment. Anyways, guys, that is it from us. We'll be back, like we said, tomorrow in your inbox with an interview with Carly. I just want to quickly apologize. If you've listened to this and then you come on and listen to the interview with Carly, we were juggling two kids who did not stay asleep during that interview. It was rogue. It was wild. And strap yourself in because I don't even remember how it ended. I wonder if Carly's going to tell the other contestants, like, hey, <laughs> watch out with that interview with Matt and Laura because <laughs> it is very unprofessional. The circum- the sit- the environment they have to work within would not recommend it. They say never work with children, animals, or Maddie J. But anyway, guys, that is it from us. If you've enjoyed the episodes, jump onto our Instagram, which is Life Uncut Podcast. Jump onto the Facebook page. And I say this because we have a batchy thread that runs on there. So- sometimes, Laura. Get you, in there. You forget to post. I forgot. And people are like, oh, God, Laura's forgotten again. <laughs> <laughs> and then pe- people are picking up the slack. I can't remember who did it last time, but she was like, oh, Laura's obviously busy. So here it is. I'll start it. Fucking Laura's drunk recording batch on cuts. Anyway, guys, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your sister and your brother and everybody who should know about this. Hey, wait, wait. The kids are asleep, so we'll make this quiet. We'll do it in Osha voice. Ready? Ladies. We love love. Oh, I said time and again. Don't worry. We love love. So hang on, sorry. Right, listen, this one, this one, this one. Ready, 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 ready. One, two, three. We love love. love. That sounds so weird. <laughs> Are you turned on?